Kia ora, this is Jasmine from Kiri Kiri in New Zealand and I'm listening to Grumpy Gays on Joy 94.9. It's choice. Oh, make me over. Back and listen to Grumpy Gaze. That was Celebrity Skin by the Wonderful Hole. Fabulous. Now, listeners, mm, while chatting off air during Celebrity Skin by Hole, our very own and very lovely Matthew foolishly lets slip that this week, like so many other weeks in his life, has not exactly been incident-free. Now, no one could ever accuse us here on the Grumpy Gaze of being inflexible. And just like prep on demand, we are always ready to take our medicine. And so Helen and I have made an executive decision during that last song to postpone our planned chat about the disasters of travel and focus on yet more disasters of Matt. And so we give you instead of fly-by-night tours tonight, listeners, another Calamity of the week. I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. Okay, so first of all, when you say we are always ready to take our medicine, don't you mean me? (laughs) 
And secondly, who made an executive decision? It's up men on on the board, does it? That's right. The decision makers of this show, Douglas and myself. Okay, well, look, you know, I'll I'll go there, right? Again, for the sake of good radio, I will go there. Now, many things as I approach my half century, I thought I would have mastered in life. I never thought dysfunctional living would be one of them. And yet effortlessly, I seem to have got that down to a fine art. (laughs) I'm very proud of it, actually. (laughs) But this one is so mortifying. I I had to think long and hard about whether I should even go there. It could be a future employment killer, but I'm going to go there anyway. It's actually very, very related to what we're just talking about on Q&G. The pitfalls of working from home and the new technologies that we're experiencing. Matthew, I find it interesting that you say new technologies because this story that you're, or calamity that you're about to regale us with, I believe involves a telephone, <laughs> voicemail and myself. Oh. Helen, I've only, I've only just graduated from tin cans and a bit of string, all right? That's my world, okay? Now, two things. When you put to me that this could become a potential segment. Firstly, I thought, okay, A, there is a lot there, but I'd have to be going back through the annals of history to remember some of these. Pardon the pun. And B, I can't imagine that there's going to be a lot coming up in the future because let's face it, what damage can I possibly do in my life going from the bed to the sofa and occasionally if I'm feeling adventurous to the supermarket? Well, I think uh, if we recall the first song of the evening, Firewoman, that's your name. (laughs) No, that's you, Mrs. Lash. Anyway. Well, this week I kind of proved all of that wrong. And if I'm going to do this, it needs to be done this week before my therapy makes me forget it. Now, look, I don't know about you guys, but Bunker Grey is not ideally set up for the home office type of thing. I love it. It's a perfectly cosy little flat, and I'm not complaining. But I do need to sit on the sofa with my laptop uh, and work from there. Mm-hmm. But here's a warning for you, people. Perhaps turn the TV off when you're supposed to be working during the day, particularly when Ninja Warrior is on. <laughs> We're talking daytime repeat here, obviously. <laughs> anyway, this week, I need to sort out something with one of my suppliers in Malaysia. Quite urgently. Let's call the company Acme for the sake of this story, okay? <laughs> so using the headset and my laptop telephone, I called her. Just as one of the contestants started his gruelling journey to the climax at Mount Midoriyama. Anyway... This guy was the most ridiculously incredible specimen of ninja I've ever seen. And with a lot of things like that, particularly these days, I went into a bit of a zone. Now, the other downside of being in this ISO on your own is that one develops a habit of letting the internal dialogue out. (laughs) I have had longer conversations with myself and or the cat in the past few weeks than I ever used to have in the office. Far more interesting as well, I may say. Now, another thing I tend to do and this has gone on way before ISO, and Doug can attest to this, is that when I see a guy I fancy, I tend to vocalise my appreciation of his looks. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not proud of this, people, but I tend to get a bit lascivious, a bit lechy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm in the zone, and my inner voices are becoming my outer voices, and I start to vocalise my appreciation of this particular ninja warrior. A lot. With prob- and, and his Mount Moriyama, was his, Mount, his Mount Midoriyama. Yes, I'd like to mount his Midoriyama. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm doing this a lot, and there's probably a couple of sound effects in there as well. Um, just saying. But the thing that snapped me out of this altered state was the sound in my headset of, you have reached the end of your message. <laughs> <gasps> 
So all of your profanity, all of your longings and lustings are actually on someone's voicemail. Yes, it was then I realised the horror of the voice message. I must have I must have just left with this poor girl. We need to get hold of this voicemail. I mean, can you imagine? The worst part of it is that I, I actually have no idea what I was saying. <laughs> I knew that I do know that I was definitely saying things. Like, I... I like, I kind of wish I... I wish I did know what I was saying because at least I... I just... Look, I just dread to think. So then, at the thought of this poor girl getting the equivalent of a heavy-breathing nuisance call message, <laughs> I panicked and I wrote her an email explaining that she probably got some mumbled, garbled message from me and could she call me back? Pressed send on the email and then realised that as I had been in the zone, I had never actually said it was me on the call. <laughs> but I had now, in fact, just written her an email admitting that it was me on the call. <laughs> it gets worse Of course it does <laughs> Mortified as I was I still needed to sort this work issue out Pretty quickly So I thought okay I'll try her colleague The Australian representative of Acme <laughs> Called her Left a voicemail for her to call me back <laughs> A proper voicemail Yeah <laughs> But what was on the telly? No in, Anyway in the, in the meantime I called you Helen And you texted me to say that you were busy And you would call me later Then I get a message on my phone saying I have a voicemail so I check the recording to see who it is, and I get a voicemail from you, Helen. Yes. That starts with one of your typical endearing little openers. Hey, homo. <laughs> etc. etc. I see the recent missed call, and I call you back. So I thought, when my call is answered by someone sounding exactly like you, Helen, I immediately say, who are you calling, homo? <laughs> At which point I get the response, it's Jacinta from Acme Australia. <laughs> Matthew's thinking, why is Jacinta from Acme Australia calling me homo? <laughs> you asked me to call you back, she says. So in the space of one hour, I have not only called an Acme representative in Malaysia and heavy breathed on the phone to her, I have then called her boss in Australia and accused her of calling me a homo. <laughs> <laughs> no amount of digging about, oh, I must be going mad in this isolation, etc., etc., was going to get me out of that hole. But then, then just to, to finish this entire story off, in the afternoon, I get a phone call from him. After all this has transpired, I get a phone call from him and he says, did I speak to you today? And I said, no, Matthew, you haven't spoken to me today. Did you ring me today? No, Matthew, I haven't rung you today. When did you leave that message on my phone? That must have been, I don't know, about five days ago. Oh. Well, just to add on that, Helen, I now have a meeting set up with both of them tomorrow, a meeting that my boss has since requested he wants to attend now. <laughs> so on that, on, on that basis, let's see if there's going to be a calamity of the week next week. <laughs> Stay tuned, Grumpsters. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Stay come on. I mean, come on. What damage could I possibly do from here till then? I would love the idea that this meeting is going to be about inclusivity. <laughs> <laughs> we need to embrace our gay colleague, Matthew. I... <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. What I would love is if the Zoom meeting starts and Jacinta from Acme says, Hello, homo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's a good sport. <laughs> and listen, just to end on this, my only hope 
in all of this is that the phone message I left in Malaysia is one of those voice-to-text debacles <laughs> that has completely turned my mutterings into gibberish. Like, oh, look at the bug legs on him. <laughs> you lose! Good day, sir!